please, Lord, attend me, bringing comfort to my anxious soul. Day by day, the blessings, Lord, you send me, draw me nearer to my heavenly goal. Love divine beyond all mortal of my quest Savior lead me to the home I treasure where at last I find eternal rest Welcome to St. Mark's Daily Devotions for Friday, May 1st with me, Cooper Sherry and me, Sarah Moore we continue our devotions on themes found in the hymn Day by Day, and again this week take the opportunity with this Friday's devotion to explore themes found in hymns that Sarah and I have written together. We began writing in this way around seven years ago. Doing so has become one of the most cherished and sustaining activities that we share. As a musician, it has been a profound experience for me to have a partner in creating these songs. Always beginning with a sermon study by Sarah, and then her creation of something following her time spent with that material. Every song begins as prose, and I do think it is good to hear the poetry separately from the music sometimes, to allow the ideas to embed prior to having been paired with any melody. Today's hymn, Creator God Who Breathes Us Life, began as the following verses of text. Creator God who breathes us life, who crafts the wind and clouds, gives artistry to every day, imbues the earth aloud. With gifts of hope and love and light, we flourish neath the sun, and rooted in the fertile earth, bear fruit in God begun. Yet seasons of despair do come, which shear our branch and leaf, and strip our bark. We wither dry, enduring sorrow, grief, a dormant time, no change, no growth, our tender time of wait. But roots reach deep beneath the snow as winter nights abate. God's promised rays will warm the earth and urge our fertile ground to sprout a trusting growth from death. This newborn life astounds. Young shoots that flourish reach toward light, team verdant, hope-filled, green. Awake from faded, shorn-off ends, to bear fruit unforeseen. Like many of our hymn texts, the words for Creator God Who Breathes Us Life are based on scripture and an accompanying sermon given by one of our pastors. In writing any hymn lyric, I work to express the sentiment of the sermon message in a manner that results in a piece that has broad applicability so that Cooper or others who are selecting music for worship might find the hymn to be useful for many occasions, not just the Sunday that is linked to a given scripture reading. The themes of praise, despair, and hope, the themes of this hymn, are found frequently across countless scripture passages. For this hymn in particular, the scriptural basis comes from Isaiah chapters 10 and 11, where we find a people who have lost nearly all, but return capable of bearing fruit because they have been rooted firmly in good soil. 
One of the things I want to do in writing hymn texts is to name honestly our lived experience with some of these common messages and themes. Not that I want to focus on the negative all the time, but I do find that many hymn texts fail to identify adequately the depth of emotion or to name the struggle I have experienced. I suppose sometimes this is because that simply hasn't been the intention of the author. Other times, the language is outdated enough such that the words used to name the emotion or lived experience no longer resonate as well. But it also seems to me that there has sometimes been a reluctance to name certain types of pain or doubt or struggle and to do so without judgment. I don't know exactly why. I guess honesty and emotion has sometimes been out of vogue. It also makes a person vulnerable, which most people strongly dislike and avoid. I suppose, too, few people want to write a downer hymn. For me, however, it is immensely helpful to speak about such struggle from time to time. There needs to be an honest and precise naming of these difficult times in order for the hope we are promised to feel authentic to me. Hymns that can do this make a valuable contribution to my religious and spiritual connections. It is for that reason that in the second verse of this hymn, we sing of seasons of despair that visit us all from time to time, much like the people described to us in Isaiah. Using the imagery of creation, I pictured what happens when a strong wind shears the branches and leaves from plants, or how when the bark is stripped from a tree, it withers to the point where it certainly seems as though it must be dead. In some respects, I suppose this time we are experiencing right now may feel like that for some, at least at times. In a matter of days and weeks, much of what we had known or were anticipating was lost, sometimes temporarily, but sometimes permanently. And yet we are promised new life that springs forth from this seeming death. Although it is easy to lose hope that this is true for us today, there are examples that let us know that this promise is alive and well. In his sermon on these texts, Pastor Rood noted that when our roots are grounded in a soil of love, compassion, and reconciliation, we are irrefutably hardy. When we are cut down, a shoot will grow. We are given new life that heals and leads to outcomes we couldn't have possibly imagined. As we sing in this hymn, our winter nights will abate. God's promised rays will warm the earth and urge our fertile ground to sprout a trusting growth from this death. We will awaken from our shorn-off ends to bear fruit unforeseen.
Let us pray. God, we do feel deeply the tenderness of this time of wait. Many of us do feel dormant, unable to change and grow the way we wish, seemingly buried beneath the weight of the events that keep us in place. And yet we sense the fertile soil of your spirit, ever within us and beneath our feet. We ask for your continued encouragement and presence in this time, aiding us in sinking our roots deep into your limitless blessing. We look forward to the new shoots that can emerge from our current stillness, reaching toward new light. We trust in this time to come and in your unfailing grace. Amen. And now, as we go forth into our day and into our weekend, we thank you for the life we have and the life that is to come.